I'm Claire Snyder, and this is the second episode of Who is Eli Wiesel. So first, I'm going to go over some new characters or new information of previous characters. Then I will go over the major events of these chapters, do an interview, talk about some choices made by Eli, and then summarize with some thoughts and questions. So, new characters and information. So, I'm just going to briefly go over any new characters or information about old characters. So, there's just one old character that we're going to go over, and that's Eli. So, as he's in the concentration camps, he begins to lose his faith that he was so... He was so devout in his faith before, and he begins to lose that. And he begins to be unaffected by the cruelty around him. He notices himself staying back when his father is hit, just hoping that he doesn't get hit. Um, our next character is Stein. He is actually a relative of Eli's who comes up at one point wanting to know about his family. Eli then lies to him and says that his family is fine, giving Stein some relief. But then when Stein receives the real news, he doesn't return. Frannick is the next character. He is the foreman of Eli's commando. That is sort of his work block. He stays with them and works with them and sleeps with them. Frannick eventually steals Eli's gold crown and kind of makes his life miserable. Yossi and Tibi are two brothers in Eli's commando that he becomes friends with and he likes to talk with. Edek is the capo of Eli's commando. He likes to randomly beat those that are under him. The capo is basically the leader of the commando. He is prone to random temper tantrums. He will randomly come up and start beating people very heavily, and then will stop with no particular reason. So, these are some major events during these chapters. So, Eli went through the selection at Birkenau. Both he and his father lied about their ages. His father said he was younger, and Eli said he was older. And then they were sent to Buna, which is the work camp. His mother and sisters were sent away, and he has no idea what's happening to them up to this point. At Buna, he was placed in a commando with musicians, where he works in a warehouse. It's not a bad job, but it is still a concentration camp. Eli is sent to the dentist at the um at Buna where he is told to have his gold crown removed. He tells the dentist he's sick and he'll come back in a couple weeks when he feels better. He comes back and tells the dentist he is still sick and the dentist tells him fine come back in a little while. Then the dentist is taken and hanged because he was actually stealing gold crowns. And he he doesn't have to give his crown to the dentist because he was hanged but that crown was later taken by Frannick Foreman. Eli then caught his capo in his commando full of musicians. The capo is the leader of the commando, sleeping with a girl at the warehouse they were working at. This was during a day they were supposed to have off. His capo had brought the entire commando there and told them to do whatever, and he was caught sleeping with this girl, and so his capo decided to whip Eli to keep him from telling anyone. Then, shortly after he was whipped, there comes news that there was a bombing. The Americans come and they bomb the factory that they work in. It only lasts about an hour and there were no deaths. And then Eli begins to lose his faith and his religion throughout the entirety of this. 
just because of the horrors he's witnessed. Then he is transferred to a construction commando, which is the worst commando in this camp. The selections occur. The selections are when a doctor is brought before all of the prisoners and they write down numbers of those that they don't think are fit to work and those that are not fit to work are taken and killed. Eli's father is written down, but then during the second test, they say he's okay, and so he does not die. Then, a little bit later, Eli has to have an operation on his foot. It has been swollen, and he hasn't been able to walk on it, so he goes to the hospital where they have to cut it open. It's just some pus, and they have to cut it open. But he's told he has to stay there for two weeks to recover. Then, a couple days later, they are told that the Russians are approaching and that all the prisoners will be marching out. They are told all the um, prisoners in the hospital are to stay and Eli does not believe that they would just allow their prisoners to be freed by the Russians. So he runs away and leaves with no shoe on his foot, with his foot still bleeding everywhere, and leaves with all the prisoners. But the inmates that were in the hospital were liberated by the Russians. So now we have an interview with Eli Wiesel. So Eli, what did you think was going to happen when you first reached Buda? I had no idea. No one had told us what happened in the camps and I could never have imagined it. So I didn't, I really had no clue. How did all the killings affect you? How long did it take to become numb to them and just be not affected by it anymore? The killings were brutal. They, they will forever be ingrained in my memory, but it did not take long to become numb. They were a fact of life in the camps. There was no way around them. Eventually, I just became glad that it wasn't someone I knew or myself. Why are you so determined to stay with your father throughout all of this? I was so determined to stay with my father because he was all I had left. My mother, my sisters, my home, my faith, and my humanity had all been taken from me, but my father was still there. He was my hope that we would make it through this. Did you truly believe your mother and sisters were okay? I had hoped that they were okay, but it was very difficult to keep up the lie in those circumstances. My father and I kept telling each other that they were fine in order to reassure ourselves and not accidentally strip the other of any hope they may have had. Thank you, Eli. Major choices made by Eli. So first major one is eli chooses to lie about his age which works in his favor because it saves him from the gas chambers his next big choice is when he chooses to lie to stein and give him a few weeks of hope and relative happiness now this you can't there's no real answer to whether or not this was a good choice or a bad choice because he did give stein those few weeks of happiness where he believed his family was okay but stein did also have to realize that his family was there when he saw them come there. His next big choice was when he chose not to trade his shoes for a good commando, bread, margarine, and another pair of shoes. His shoes were later on taken from him and he got nothing. When he, they were being placed in commandos, a boy comes up to Eli and he says, I can get you in a good commando if you want. I can put your father in there with you. All you have to do is give me your shoes and I can do this for you. Eli says no, so he says fine, I'll throw in some bread and margarine and I will also give you another pair of shoes, just not as good a pair of shoes. Eli still says no. Later, his shoes were taken from him and he got nothing from this. So this clearly was a bad choice and he might have 
his life might have turned out way differently if he had taken this deal. His next choice was he chose to wait before giving Frannic his gold crown. Frannic, which is the foreman of his commando, walked up and saw his gold crown and told him that he had to give it to him. Eli said, no, I'm going to wait and talk to my father. He talked to his father and his father said, no, don't do this. So he said no and waited. Eventually he had to. And for the time, Frannic made him pay him two rations of bread. This made, this was a bad decision, obviously, because Eli was out two rations of bread and a gold crown. And the last decision we are going to go over is when he chooses to leave the hospital and march away instead of staying in the hospital. This was a very bad decision. From what he knew, he thought that he was going to be killed, which was a good assumption, but the prisoners in the hospital were liberated by the Russians and the prisoners that marched away were sent to another concentration camp. So he marched to another concentration camp when he could have stayed in the hospital and been liberated. So now I'm going to finish this all up with some thoughts and questions. So my first thought is just, as I said in the previous episode, I wanted to talk about Eli losing his faith. I think Eli's diminishing faith is due to the atrocities committed in the camps. He can't believe that his God would allow something like that to happen to them. So it's either loosen his hold on his faith or believe that his God is allowing this to happen to him. And he has grown up believing that this God is loving and this does not fit with what he's believed, so he just kind of loosens his grip on his beliefs. And then I had a question I wanted to ask before I let you go. Why is Eli so determined to stay alive when most around him have given up? What's different about Eli? And with that, I'm signing off.